Welcome to Living the Good Life Podcast, where we bring you messages, thoughts, and advice for living the good life. Today's message is brought to us by Brother Larry Dishman. What a wonderful thing it is that the door of mercy is still open and God's still giving men and women, boys and girls, an opportunity to get right with God. I'd like to share a few words with you that may be a help. I'm going to read a few verses in the book of Exodus, chapter 23, beginning at verse number 20. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. But thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak. Then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thy adversaries. For mine angels shall go before thee and bring thee in unto the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. And I will cut them off. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite break down their images. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land, the number of thy days will I, will I fulfill. I will send my fear before thee and will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. And I will make all thine enemies turn their backs unto thee. I will send hornets before thee and shall drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite before thee. I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest the land become desolate, and the beast of the field multiply against thee. By little and little, I will drive them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land. My message deals with the subject, by little and little. If you want to put this sentence another way, you could say gradually, step by step. Point by point, degree by degree. Here in the book of Exodus, he's letting us know, I'm going to drive them out, but I'm not going to do it in just one year. I'm only going to drive out the enemy, little by little. One of the problems with our flesh is impatience. We want things done instantly. We got instant pudding and instant potatoes and instant oatmeal and instant coffee and instant tea and instant lemonade, instant rice, instant potatoes. Since we want everything to be instant, so it is with the things of God. If we're not careful, we'll want instant sanctification, instant maturity, instant healing. Many times, we're just not patient. Even as the people of God, we're not patient. 
A woman's car stalled in traffic. She looked in vain under the hood to identify the cause while the driver behind her relentlessly was on his horn. Finally, she had enough. She walked back to his car and offered sweetly, I don't know what is the matter with my car, but if you want to go look under the hood and see if you can figure it out, I'll be glad to stay back here and honk for you. But I want to say that just because something does not happen in an instant does not mean it's not miraculous. Amen. When we think of God, we often think of him as grand and great and glorious. And he is all of these things. The God of creation. He stood in the middle of nothing and took nothing and created everything that's big. If I make something, I got to have something to make it out of. But God takes nothing and makes something. I want to point out, dear ones, he's the Lord of little things. There's no question tonight that we serve a great God who specializes in the spectacular, who majors in the miraculous. But I'd like to also point out Little as much when God is in it. He's a God who moves in big ways. But he's a God who's also able to take small, insignificant things of this world and turn them into his glory. Little by little, we overcome many times. Not all at once, but gradually we subdue our enemies. Just as it was in the Old Testament. In this case, friend, many times people want things to come hurriedly. But God wants to teach us patience sometimes. God give a reason why he was not going to drive them out all at once. He said, I will not drive them out from before thee in one year. Why? He tells them, lest the land become desolate and the beast of the field multiply against thee. In other words, God was saying to his people, it wouldn't be good if I were just to completely eliminate your enemy. Come down and destroy these seven nations in one year. What would happen? God said the beast would multiply and the land would be more difficult to subdue. And many times the things we ask God to do, he does it little by little. And the reason he does it little by little is not some reason that he has that we don't know nothing about. It's for our good. I want God to come right now and take care of the whole situation. Sometimes in my life, God's chose just to do little at a time. Sometimes because it just isn't in a, a second of time, we say, well, God didn't do nothing. Just hold on. It's still miraculous. Amen. I think about a little child coming to faith in Jesus Christ. Just at a little age, you may think your child is sitting there not listening to the message, but he's taking in a lot that you don't know about. She's taking in a lot. And your child's going to go home tonight and 
lay down and there's things that's going to be in the back of his mind, be in the back of her mind. And tomorrow we'll be preaching and your child's going to be listening and things is going to be recorded in their mind. And so it will be for weeks and possibly months. And then the family gathers around and studies the Bible and God's bringing things to their mind. Little by little, God's bringing them understanding. Then someday they wake up and say, you know, I've never been saved. And I think if I die in my condition, I might be lost. Little by little, God enlightens these children and brings them to a place where they can surrender their heart and life to God. I remember that's how it happened with me. I remember when I was a small child, I thought if I ever get saved, I'd like to be like brother so-and-so. I'd like to be like sister so-and-so. So when it comes to our sanctification, we want God to instantly sanctify us. Many Christians long just to be instantly. But sanctification, the aspect I'm talking about tonight, is progressive. By little and by little, my friends, we get better than we once was. Take our habits when a person is first converted, they bring with them bad habits, and little by little, the work of sanctification goes to work in their hearts and lives, and they begin to lay aside these habits. I'm talking about progressive sanctification, whereby we daily become more and more like Jesus Christ through beating down our bodies and bringing them into subjection, as the Apostle Paul says. When we first get saved, we're babies. As a child of God, we would like instant perfection. But knowing God's principles will help us to keep from getting discouragement. Just as every parent in this world is delighted when they see their children growing and maturing, God is blessed when he sees us as his children making the transition from babyhood into adulthood in the spiritual sense. God wants us to move from the nursery to the spiritual battlefield. He wants us to leave the realm of milk and bibs and diapers. He wants us to enter in the realm of meat and devotion. God's plan for every one of his children is to see them all reach spiritual maturity. I remember my mother saying many times, Larry, don't you think it's about time you growed up? Sometimes I think God looks at us that way. Don't you think it's about time you growed up? Wean off of these carnal things, the things of the flesh. Some professing Christians look into the whole area of their life. And certainly with these young converts, you can look over your life and say, oh, so much needs to be done to bring me to the image of Christ. I don't know where to start. And you can look at that and be overwhelmed. But God's not only for you, he's before you. When someone feels that God's against them, they're wrong. God's not against you when you fail. God's not against you when you make a mistake. 
I didn't get angry with my little children when they learned how to walk and they fell down. And God don't get angry with you if you fall down spiritually. He's right there to help you. I never come to any place in my walk, but God hasn't preceded me there. He's prepared the place for me, and he's prepared for me the place. By the time I arrive, he defeats my enemies. Many times we do not gain victory over all the flesh at one time, but little by little, by his graces, he gives us the strength, gives us the power. We lay things aside. The person who disclaims any problem with the flesh has the greatest problem of all, spiritual pride. Paul was a great man of God, but he had trouble out of his flesh. Little by little. It's still miraculous, friend. Whether he does it all at once or it's little by little. A few years ago, I was in a wreck, my wife and I, and the car ran a stop sign, hit our expedition on my side, and Sharon and I just walked away from the accident. But one year later, my hip started hurting so bad where that car impacted us, and I couldn't sleep at night. And I'd get up at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, just in so much pain. And I prayed and I prayed. You know what I wanted God to do? Immediately come and bring healing. But you know what God did? Little by little. And the other day, I thought, well, that thing hadn't bothered me in a long time now. It was so gradual, I forgot about it. And I said, thank you, Jesus. He's the God that works little by little sometimes. So it is in the situations of your life. You pray about it. You're up against the wall. You, you need answers. You need them right now. But hold on. God many times doesn't immediately take you out of the problem, but he, he works little by little. He knows what's good for me, and he knows what's good for you. All things work together for the good of them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. I thought about bereavement. I've lost a mother. I've lost a father. And those of you who've lost your parents, you know how it hurts. And it wasn't all of a sudden something came over me and I was all right. But little by little, God comforted my heart. And little by little, God brings us through situations we think we can't get through. We want to go soul winning. We want to reach souls. We want to go out and talk to somebody and see them get saved that night. But most of the time it don't work that way. But we go here and plant a little seed. We go over here and plant another seed. We come back and water this one. And we go water this one. We go plant another seed. We come back and water this one and water this one and water that one. And little by little the word of God's having an effect. Amen. It's little by little. People come out of Babylon it's little by little. They take hold of the truth. We've got to be patient with them. They don't know what you know. They haven't heard what you've heard. But little by little, they walk in the light. And oh, how it thrills our heart to see people begin to measure up and walk in the light of God's eternal word. So it is when we overcome sin. For instance, forgiveness. A man commits adultery. Tears the heart right out of his wife. Runs off with another woman. 
And somebody standing over her said, you got to forgive him. you got to forgive him. Yes, she does. But when there's feelings like this and hurt like this, it takes time to get over these things. Many times it's little by little. They're able to deal with their emotions and put this behind them. Little by little. Person gets overcome with bitterness. Someone done me wrong. Someone lied on me. Someone cheated me. You know the story. You know all the things that can cause bitterness. You know, God has the power, and we know that he can do it in the instant of time, deliver a person from bitterness. But I tell you, lots of times it's a process of time. It takes time. Little by little, they get victory in these areas. Bad temper, for instance. Some people wrestle with a bad temper for many years. And so it is in your life, friend. Some of you possibly have been bound by tobacco. You know, I know of God taking the desire away the night people were saved. And that's great. But it doesn't work that way all the time. Sometimes people really have to fight those desires. And it takes weeks, if not months, to get that craving of tobacco out of their system, little by little. Someone said, well, God's not helping me. Just take it one day at a time. Little by little, you can have the victory. If not all at once, you can have the victory. Some here was bound by alcohol, really bound up at one time. I've heard some of your testimonies. Some people get saved and God miraculously delivers them from the temptation but that's not the way it is in many cases. Getting saved, now you have a greater one on the inside. You're still going to have fleshly desires. You still may desire to drink alcohol after you get saved. I'm not saying you will, but you still may have that temptation to go back and drink again. But little by little, if you'll stay true to God, God will give you victory and you can be saved and live for God and have victory, and so it is with drugs. May have been bound by drugs. No, the temptation was still there, it was strong. But you know what, there's a God in heaven that helps us through our battles. There's no battle that you can face if you'll call upon God, he will help you, amen. I tell you friend, if the God of heaven can defeat sin, death and hell, the grave, and Satan using an old rugged cross and an empty tomb, he can take care of you and he can take care of me. If he can save you from your sins, he can take care of you from now on. God can do it. Stay surrendered to him. Whatever you fear today, bring it to him and leave it in his hands. He is more than able to take care of you. How is it in your life tonight? Are you facing a situation that's too big for you? Bring it to God. I was thinking today, we say, Lord, remove this mountain. Do you know what I found out most of the mountains in my life? He moved it little by little. I wanted God to take the mountain and get it completely out of the way right now. God may choose to do that. 
He may get the mountain out of your way, but you know what he might do? He may start a process little by little because he knows that you need to be worked on. He knows that I need to be worked on. And he knows that I need patience. He knows that you need patience. So little by little, God leads his dear children along. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, the Bible says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Your mother may have forsaken you. Your father may have forsaken you. Your husband and wife may have forsaken you. Your children may have forsaken you, but God will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. God loves you. He cares about what you're going through. And one of the wonderful promises in the Word of God is found in the book of Ephesians, the third chapter and verse number 20. Now to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Whatever you need to ask God for tonight, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. I want God to do it now. You see, my clock is not necessarily synchronized with God. And waiting on the Lord may be one of the most difficult aspects of the Christian life. As a Christian, you're facing a mountain and you don't know what to do. Come to God. He's willing to help you. Little by little. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you found this message helpful, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Messenger, or your favorite social media. If you have questions or suggestions, please message us on Facebook by searching Living the Good Life Show. A big thank you to Sister Rachel Fowler for all of her editing expertise. Until next time, keep living the good life.